Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to the show. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, narrator and host of World of Hard 20 Podcast. One more time, we've got another exciting episode of our Hidden Shrine of Tomoecon run-through. And I want everybody to know before we begin how they can get in touch with the show. Don't forget to head on over to RollTheHard20Podcast.com and visit the website. We have all kinds of exciting pages up over there, including links to getting that bitchin' badass t-shirt that we've got specifically made for the show. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media footprint. We are on Facebook, Instagram, find us on Twitter. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, don't forget, patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. For as little as a dollar, you too can help support the show and be a fellow hard slinger. Really help us drive it home, because I tell you what, lately things have been getting really pretty tight around here. Also, uh, please just feel free to write into the show and let us know how you feel about the show. Let us know if you like the content that we're putting out how we're putting out these short uh, adventure paths until we can all gather back around the table of judgment and roll, continue rolling our second book of our Carrion Crown run through, which I am super excited for that point where we can actually get back and do that again. Also, uh, don't forget, whenever you hear one of us roll a hard 20 on the show, be the first person to write in or tag the show in some way and send me the link and we'll send you out the D20 a sticker, a gold doubloon, and basically say thanks for help supporting the show. Now, without any further delay, warm up your dice and top off your glasses. Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents Hidden Shrine of Tomoecon, Episode 3. fellow slingers welcome back to the world of hard 20 podcast session three of the hidden shrine of tomoecon our run through and with me the hard slingers yeah yeah and i of course am your trusted dutch master brian and somebody's just banging shit around back there oh that was me throwing a bottle cap away so we're not going to waste any time with some kind of a recap you guys know that you entered this room you stirred up some shit you got this giant crustacean looking shell with eight legs chasing you through this mud-soaked room. Cricket, Adric, and Braum have all managed to make their way down to a, a lower portion of a stairwell that is just filled with mud about four and a half feet deep. Kjartan, you are still invisible and yet you managed to go down in that same stairwell. As you guys are deciding what to do, you can't get the door open because of all that mud and shit that's blocking it. When you see a large shadow fill the entrance leading down to the stairs and you see this monstrosity stop and look down and say, what are you doing in my lair? Anyone have a good answer? At that point though, you do see Brom duck down into the mud completely hidden so he only <laughs> sees adric and cricket no, and he doesn't know that kjartan's there 
would be wise for him not to speak. Uh, I don't know. Wait, which one of you is in charge of the rest of your your party here? I'm pointing cricket. That one. You. Hello, oh, mate. <laughs> you're friends with the rest of the the red fella and the elf that that took a chance in here as well, eh? Ah, we did. Uh, you know, we're just trying to find a friend of ours in here. And it doesn't strike you as odd that this large thing is talking to you. It, <laughs> yeah. So how far is, uh, he could see us, but how far is his head like into the doorway that we're in? It's, it's, it's not, about 10 it's feet, right? inside the shell. It almost looks like a large hermit crab type creature that is recessed in this, this huge orbital shell, which you originally thought was a large shiny boulder. And you see it's up on these, these appendages that look like giant bamboo stalks. Kjartan, that's what you thought was once a bamboo shaft or, a, or like a weapon or something. It's just one of its legs. And it's, it's kind of veering back and forth, looking down at you. And he says, what business do you have here in the shrine of Tumorkan? Are you here for Zodzilaha? Zodzilaha. This is a temple to him. What are you doing here? Don't make me angry. Your other friends back there made me angry. We're just the friends. red one and the tall one with the long ears. They didn't do so well with Gimpy here. You see that crayfish <laughs> stop up and go back down in the mud again. All right. This guy doesn't want to listen. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you're doing here. No, I've said it twice. What? Trying to escape. The DM didn't hear you. Escape. <laughs> well, you're going the wrong way. Which is the right way. Well, not down that way. It's been many years since I've been down here. Since I was a wee bit of a shell. But I'll tell you the same advice I told the other ones before they got angry with me and attacked me and Sparky here. I told them to go to the east. There's a stairwell that leads out. Well, we some weren't. of them listened. Some of them didn't. Some of them came back and went to the west. Two of them stayed behind demanding answers and they didn't do very well. Well, we weren't trying to uh, mean you any harm. We were literally just trying to pass our way through. Um, so you're looking for Zatzalaha then? We're trying to figure out exactly what happened here. And we've heard uh, stories of um, of a temple and a shrine. What's your stealth, Nick? Uh, zero. Zero. Zero? <laughs> what's your what's your dex? Or... Negative one. Negative one? So with a fourteen he notices that you're making an impression in the mud. And he rears back a little and says, Who is that down there beside you? Somebody who might have grabbed my leg earlier. Make yourself visible. 
but the mind of see those who I deal with. Okay, as he says that, I break out of the invisibility. I tell him, sorry about that. I thought it just looked like a, a bamboo stick. A dragonborn. I haven't seen one of you in years, very long time. Well, here I am. There you are. <laughs> well, you look, I've never seen a mud-colored one before. What do you, spray out dirt? Well, I'm just covered in this mud. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. So you're looking to get out of here? What, what are you looking for? I told you, you could either go to the east or go to the west. I prefer you go to the east. There's a set of stairs that takes you up. Up to oh. where? Lost. I checked it was out of the out of the temple. You should know that Zatzilaha won't stand for people trespassing on his on his holy grounds. But then again his servants won't, the ones that have stayed behind. Are you a servant as well? No. Where are I, you? Came down here many years ago and slowly fed and fed to the point where I can't leave. I can't get through the doorways anymore. Now I'm resorting to occasionally eating the lost adventurer. Thank you for the teeth ring, by the way. You're welcome. And your pet friend, Sparky, I believe you called him? Yes. Well, he never told me his name. I just named him Sparky, but he calls, he comes when I call him. I like how this crab has a pet fish. <laughs> Don't call him a fish, though. He's a crayfish. There's a difference there. <laughs> All right. It seems like where we need to be is east instead of west. Well, what is in the west direction? Yeah, ex it's just more of the temple, but I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been down that way. I just know that when I came down in here, I went down the stairs and came through the doorway and stayed in this place for a while and just kind of liked it. It was blood, it was mud everywhere and I was having a, I was having a good time. So I stayed here. <laughs> Do you mind if we go in the west direction? Just kind of explore and see what we can find down there? It's up to you, but you said you wanted to get out of here. I'm just telling you which way to go. You don't have to listen to me. I say we go east. I, yeah. I don't want to... You said he eats lost adventurers. I don't want to be around when he gets hungry again. Yeah. Especially since he just ate the teethling and the, the elf. Yeah, we're lucky. Well, the, they've only been wounded. They escaped, but now that one of the bodies is back in, thanks to you throwing him in there. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> well, you didn't bring back the elf, though, so I don't know. We'll have to make do with what I've got. Well, if we make our way back around, I'll toss his body in there. Well, that's very kind of you. I don't see a lot of dwarves that are very kind like you. Speaking of which, where is your friend? I don't... You came with another one, no? Uh, he's around here somewhere. I think he's taking a little bath somewhere. Well, he better hope he bath. escapes before Sparky finds him, because Sparky's not as nice as I am. All right, you you mind uh, hold Sparky back while we make passage? 
I'll do my best, but I make no promises. All right. Should we trust him? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what you would like to do. Um, I say we trust him for now. Trust him for now? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll start heading up the stairway and looking around for for Sparky. Do I happen to see Sparky at the top of the stairway? Make a perception check. That is 19. Yeah, you see him. He's uh, he's actually over by that severed arm that you saw. That was slightly to the west. That's where I wanted to go. Damn it. All right. Uh, I'll start heading towards the east as quickly as I can. Okay. Adric? Hey, we'll do the same. Carton? Yeah, I guess I'll fall uh, unless. <clears throat> okay, as you guys make your way towards the west, you see that there is a door in a recessed alcove. For some reason though, the, the threshold of this door appears to be up higher than the level of the mud. Hmm. Okay. Yes, this one will open. We have to climb up to it. No, it's just a. Um, it's about a foot and a half above the mud. Oh, okay. You can see that there. There's some hardened dirt that looks like it was packed against the wall, almost as though it had been pushed there. So there's kind of a like a sloping landing that leads to the door possibly covering stairs or something of the such. Is there any, um, can I make a perception check on the door and see if there's any um, overgrown plants or handles or anything on this door that I could visibly see? Sure. 11. 11, you don't see any handles and you don't see any hinges either. We tell what kind of uh, material this store is made out of? Stone, wood? It's made of stone, made like of a stone. stucco stone. And you could see that the uh, the moisture from the war from the the mud has actually started to make it uh, a lot of the the stucco start to peel off of it. In certain areas, you see a lot of a uh, a lot of the stone beneath the stucco gleaming and glistening. Hmm. Make an insight check. Who? Cricket? Any one of you. Yeah. Cricket, if you're investigating, you can. Oh, it was on a 19 and it went to a six. <laughs> you're unfamiliar with this kind of masonry. Did not do well. Not do no. well. <laughs> I got like seven. Seven. It's not worth anything. I'm eleven. Eleven. You're not familiar with the masonry either, but you've got a, a a very good idea that the hinges are probably on the other side of this door. Hmm. Uh, I relay that to them and kind of say, "Do you guys think we should try push?" 
See if he just opens. Yeah, let's give it a go. Okay, try. Uh, I'll push on the door. Uh, who else is our next strongest? I'm weak as fuck, so. Uh, I'm at a plus zero, so that's probably me, maybe. If, okay. If, based on how Nick described his strength. <laughs> okay, go make your strength. All right. That's 16. 16. It pushes fairly easy. I mean, it it must have something to do with the moisture, maybe on the hinges, possibly, but it does press through. And you right. see before you a, a hallway that goes down about 20 feet to the east. And then it makes a turn to the north around a blind corner. The hallway itself, by by the way, the hallway is 10 feet wide. Sorry. Okay. There's no fork, right? It just turns to the north? Yep. It just goes down east for 20 feet. Is that 20 feet? I'm sorry. 45 feet. My bad. It goes down 45 feet. Yeah. And then it turns to the north. Couldn't read my own writing. As we're going down the hallway, is it descending or? It actually seems to be elevating. Elevating? That's what is your marching order? Uh, well, I guess Cricket will go in front. Okay. Hedrick will go next. Okay. As you guys are walking down the hallway, everybody make a perception check. Not so good. 17. 17. 10 for Adric? 22. 22. Cricket, as you're leading the group down the hallway, you're more concerned with what's in front of you. Adric, you and Kjartan, you guys are looking around, making sure that Sparky isn't bringing up the rear. And as you guys are scoping around, you notice to your right against the south wall, about halfway down, that part of the stucco has actually fallen off the wall. And you see that beneath the stucco appears to be like a stone portal, almost like a plug in the wall. It's about five feet wide and covers from the floor to the ceiling, about about 10 feet tall. It's almost as though the stucco has sloughed off and, and reveals this portion of the wall. Huh. Who do we want to see what this what this is about? Or do we want to keep pushing forward? Well, I'm kind of interested. All right. Um, how about we take a look then, Cricket? How about you? I'm down. <laughs> I haven't hit you yet. <laughs> no, not that, not that down. <laughs> it reminds me, character is almost down. I think all down. our characters are almost down. <laughs> <laughs> Could become a two-man two party eventually. Um, yeah, I will. I guess I'll go first and, and look into it. Okay, tell me what you want to do with this this portion of the wall. Hmm. Um, can I see if there's like investigate for either a trap or a door? Sure. 
try to find like hinges or something or something that could have like fall out. Um, 16. 16. It doesn't look like a trap. It does in fact look like some kind of a, of a doorway possibly. Like a Zosume where it's blocking off something right here. Cricket, as you're standing there watching this, your hands start to, to start to itch and start to really bother you. And you take one point of damage from having pressed your hands against the door that led you into this hallway. Okay. Is this some kind of a poison? Not a poison, no. No. Something to do with the masonry, but you, you're just not familiar with this type of masonry. Hmm. Now, maybe as a Spaniard, Spanish individual, you might know. <laughs> it's Adobe. <laughs> it's lime. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you relay that you have your hands feel weird or no? Uh, I'll just start like rubbing them and be like, I got the burn. <laughs> I'm feeling something. I'm feeling something here, guys. Be careful with the doors. <laughs> Got some quite itchy material on it. Okay. Uh, can I also make an investigation on the uh, on the portal there on the wall? Sure. Tell me what you want uh, to do and how you want to do it. I actually just want to go up next to it and see if there's any like excessive uh, moisture or anything that would cause the uh, stucco to kind of like fall off the stone itself. Okay. And I fail horribly with a seven. Seven. No, you really can't tell. Um, but you do know that the air is still has that, that amber hue throughout the whole area. Which does kind of make it a little challenging to breathe possibly because of the density of the air, but you don't know what's causing the moisture on the wall on that. It's not just that area. It's, it's everywhere, okay. you know, down all the, all the halls, but because whatever this was that Adric had discovered being a, a doorway, he and Kjartan, that it looks like maybe the patchwork just probably didn't seal well there, you know, compared to the rest of the walls. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Shitty craftsmanship. Shitty craftsmanship. There you go. You get what you pay for. Uh, Not in the Budweiser. Okay. Can I, like... Do I have some sort of stick or something I'd try and open this stupid thing with? Wait, Yarton, did you get that bamboo stick? Oh, that was his leg, huh? Was like, no, I didn't rip it off. We can maybe ask him if we can borrow it. He was a nice fella. Mage hand, it's kind of just like poke around. See if, if, if you think you can open a door with it, by all means. I mean, it's worth a shot. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so yeah, I'll cast Mage hand and try to see if I can open this up and or see if I notice anything. No, it doesn't. The Mage hand just doesn't even do shit. It it palms the that stone and just stands there or sits there, whatever. Just presses there. There, nothing happens. It doesn't give. Yeah. It's gonna. It's more than what the hand that hand can do. 
Okay. You need okay, more I'll... than a hand job. <laughs> uh, I'll try and find any sort of object, like stick-like object I can use to try and push the door open. Uh, if not, I will use, um, I'll just use the the, the, scythe, the the staff part of my scythe to try and push it open. Okay, they're looking down the hallway, back the way you came towards from the door and forward to the east, mm -hmm. as far as you can tell from not seeing around the corner, you don't see that there are there's any sticks or, or anything in this hallway. Okay. Just all stuccoed moisture along the walls, along the ceiling and stuff. Okay. Then so. I will use the site to try the the, the staff part of the site to try and push the door open. Okay. Go and make a strength check. That is uh, that is not good. <laughs> it's a 10 flat. 10? No. What is your strength? Mine? Mm -hmm. 10. 10? Cricket, what's your strength? Minus 16, so plus 3. No, just just 16, right? Yeah. What's your skeleton? 10. 10? Together, all three of you might be able to get this open together. Wow. I was really hoping one of us could do it alone, but the other side is trapped. At least only one of us would die. Right. <laughs> Adam, how interested are you guys in opening this door with all three of us? Uh, I'm kind of interested. All right. We got, I'll, I'll pitch in then. Okay. Standing, ready to push. All right, let's all open this door and get killed. Okay. <laughs> There's a keystone for the tunnel. <laughs> so, you guys all muscle up, the three of you, against this stone block, and you slowly begin to push it forward. You push it about two feet three feet, three and a half, you start to see that you're clearing the wall now. You can actually start to see on either side of this big stone block. Push it in another clearance of nine inches, 12 inches, foot and a half, two feet, two and a half feet, and then the stone stops moving at that point. So we have... Do you we have, have about two and a half feet, or do we have five and a half? You have two and a half feet <laughs> of, of opening between the wall of the hallway, which is looks to be about two feet itself. Wow! And then you moved it another two and a half feet, so it's it's five feet from the hallway, but it's two and a half feet of openness. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. That's the the crack that we can fit through. Yes, right there. Okay, um, I don't know which side I was in. So I was on the southern end, so uh, I don't know what side I was on, but I'll go to the west side of the room and see what's in the in wherever we opened it up to. Okay. As you look in this room, actually see if I have a picture of this room. 
I might actually have it. This final resting place. That can't be good. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> Shut up. I actually need to make it even bigger. Hang on a second. Okay, so sorry. Forgot we're doing this for for people. Can you take a picture with your phone of the book? No, I I already had these loaded in on my iTunes, like that I had screenshot and just saved in my photo in a, in a file for this thing. Okay, as you open up, as you get on this side, the west side of it, Cricket, you okay. notice that uh, it leads into a small foyer that's approximately 15 feet deep and about 20 feet wide. You notice that there are three urns against the west wall and three urns against the east wall and a set of double doors opposite the stone that, that just brought you in here. And the stone doors, these double doors are beaten bronze with all kinds of glyphs and whatnot worked into the surface on them. Did you guys um, get the picture, by the way? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Cricket's going to walk towards the three urns. and Which just, ones? On the west? Uh, on the west side. Okay. And just do an investigation and see if they have any um, any carvings or anything significant on them, or if they're just plain urns. or They have different kinds of glyphs around these ceramic urns and you can see that the lids themselves are sealed with the type of a beeswax on each one on those three and they're probably about two and a half three feet tall on the ground themselves half my size I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, actually you don't it's probably not that tall it's probably about a foot and a half okay um it's hard to tell with the with the picture that i sent you is Looking at all of them, can I tell if there's any significant difference between any of them? Like, make an investigation uh, check. Okay. That's what I was waiting for. Ten. No, you just can tell that they all have uh, glyphs on them. Glyphs on them? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to study and make note of uh, these glyphs on them. Okay, Kjartan. Can I do like a, an investigation check to see if the glyphs on the urns match the glyphs on the door? Or are now, which which urns are you looking at? The ones against the west wall where Cricket's at or the ones against the east wall? I'll take a look at the east ones. Okay. You, you notice that they're made of the same kind of ceramic material as the other ones that Cricket was looking at. As you're looking at them, you notice that the, the lids have all been sealed with beeswax as well. Go ahead and make an investigation check. A twelve, you don't. You're not able to discern any any glyphs. You don't know if it has something to do with age or it has something to do with maybe somebody dinged them or chipped them. So you don't know if that's part of the glyph or not. 
you're unable to tell what these glyphs say as well. Adrian. Uh, I want to investigate the, the door. See what I can see there from the... Did you mention that the... Sorry, were there glyphs on the door? Yes, them? yes. Okay. You see that these, these bronze doors have been blued with age as well. Mm-hmm. And they have glyphs worked into them also. Is there anything unusual about the glyphs? Do they all seem the same? No, they don't seem the same. They. they oh, okay, sorry. Uh, let me rephrase. Because I assume all the glyphs look like different. But is there like, um, is there a difference as to if a particular glyph is worn more, or if um, someone had been inspecting like a particular glyph or anything like that? Any okay, story? tell me what kind of check you want to make and and how you how you want to discern that check. You want to see if anybody's like touched a particular glyph, right? Yeah, it's like, I guess if uh, a particular area looks more worn or that some of the rust has been um, uh, worn away, right? Worn away and stuff like that. Okay, go ahead and make your, tell me what check you would like to make to to discern uh, that. I guess investigation. Okay. Uh, It's not great, it's not bad, Uh, 14. 14, it doesn't look like any one particular glyph has been touched. Okay. They all look equally worn, but you can tell that the glyphs, they they are from, they're horizontal. Ah, okay. Okay. Now, I don't know what languages any of you guys speak, so. Probably not old. I don't know if it's useful. I got Dwarvish, Elvish, uh, Common. Abyssal, that useful here. So, <laughs> common and dwarvish. What do you have, Keratin? Uh, common, draconic, gnomish, and primordial. God, all y'all educated. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Keratin, what are you gonna do? I'm sorry, Cricket, you were gonna do something. Uh, yeah, I wanna... I'm sorry, Adric, you you can't discern what this says. Got it. Okay. With, with the with the multitude of languages that you speak or understand, you can't tell what this says. Okay. Cricket, what would you like to do? Uh, walking up to Adric, that's in front of the door. Shake him, with... don't you? Just <laughs> fucking stab him right in the back. Okay. Uh, with the, I turn around and stab him first. Yeah. <laughs> with the actual uh, images still fresh in his mind, and you know, he's trying to like chicken scratch on his, his notepad on what they actually what he can imitate on what they look like. Okay. He wants to walk over to the door and see if there are any similarities between the patterns that he's seen on the urns to the ones that are on the door. As you're comparing those two, go ahead and make a, uh, an investigation check with advantage. Thank God. Of course I had to roll on that. That is a 15. 15? Looking at what you've scribbled down and traced and looking at the glyphs on the door, you're almost certain that none of them are the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question. By any of these glyphs, have we seen them in... Would Cricket recognize them from any of the other... That Wood Cricket? That we, not Wood Cricket. Wood Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps Cricket recognizes them from the room that we originally dropped in. Make a history check. That's actually pretty good, though, Cricket. Uh, 
Probably not with a seven. No. I think he was not with a seven. You were probably too uh, caught up with everything that was going on as far as, as soon as you dropped down, you probably only investigated the dioramas for about a minute or so before Adric tried to grab that little key out of that one stucco figurine and then all hell just broke loose at that point. Okay. Kjartan, from your position against the eastern wall with the three urns, what would you like to do? Um, can I tell if like the beeswax that's keeping the lid on, is has it like hardened over the years or is it still kind of like pliable? Mm-hmm. Like would I be able to open up the top? Personally, I'm not familiar with beeswax, so <laughs> I don't know if it's a, uh, if it stays pliable, how long beeswax stays pliable, but I would say that it has remained as a sealant and is not brittle to the touch. Okay. Still be waxy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're waxy. That's right. <laughs> All right, fuck. I'm just gonna try to open up one of the urns and see if I can open it up and see what's inside. Okay, which one would you like to open up? Uh, the northernmost one on the east side. Okay. Uh, tell me how you want to open it. Just peel it open, pop it open. Is there like a handle or like a lid or something like that? Or just... It looks like a, a large, like a two-inch diameter cork lid that's stuck in in the, the jar it, or the urn itself, and then it's been waxed over. Does that make sense? Hmm. You want to bring a corkscrew? I'm like, oh, with the yeah. need like a oh, wine bottle of it. Yeah. Um, I guess just as a first attempt, I'll just try to like, kind of like twist it and try to work it open. See if I can just do it by my hand. Okay. If you feel the wax begin to give way under your tenacious grip, and you feel it falter and completely give out, you feel the this cork type lid pop out but inside you you see a type of a liquid within can i uh do i know what it is or can i do i recognize it you can't tell because it's dark within the within the urn and the urn's not see-through uh can cricket go over and can cricket can cricket there's wood <laughs> cricket there's can crickets big cricket <laughs> uh cricket would like to walk over to yarton and see what he's up to and looking down seeing that there's liquid in there okay. he would actually like to uh take a taste grab an arrow and dip it into the container damn dude that's impressive so you dip it in and you feel that there's some kind of a of a fluid within there. What's the viscosity of it? Is it like water? <laughs> is it like damn you? Very good. It does feel a little, little thick. A little thick. Yes. Okay. Uh, pulling the arrow out, examining it. Uh, is there a, a color or an odor to it? It appears to be almost like a, not quite clear, but not quite honey between those two, and it's not as thin as water but it does have some viscosity that's although it is giving 
way off of the arrow shaft back into the urn. As you pull it up and hold it over the shaft, hold it over the urn, you see it starts to dribble down. Cracky. I believe this might be power steering fluid. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite low. Oh, yeah. It wants to be the guinea pig. It wants to taste it. Yartsin, you're not familiar with any of these <laughs> fluids? No, I haven't seen this before. Uh, I certainly not do not want to take a taste. Too bad we don't have any guinea pigs. Um, there's nothing else that I could put it on. If it lasted in an urn, it doesn't mean... If it was on the arrow, it didn't disintegrate the arrow, so we know it's not harmful in that way. Not, yeah, it's likely not an acid. It's not an acid, so we could eliminate that. Um, why would it be so valuable? Or why would it be in an urn? Especially in this room. It has something to do with the door. Maybe we can try, maybe we take your arrow to the, I mean, not necessarily has something to do with the door, but there, there are glyphs on these jars on the door itself. Uh, maybe we can take it some of the glyphs that are on the door and see if there's any reaction at all. Like smeared on? Uh, at least with the, the little bit that you have on the arrow tip. Okay. Um, okay, so that, a Cricket will try to attempt that. So he'll actually reinsert the arrow back into the urn okay. to, you know, get more on there and hastily make his way to the door and try to put it how tall is the um, the lettering or the markings on the door? Are the lettering like... is probably about five feet from the from the floor up, but the door is is much taller. It's probably like ten feet tall, uh, and they're they're double doors. Who's the tallest? Probably uh, Yarton. Probably, probably, yeah. Probably it's all like, well, mate, I believe I might be a little short on this one. You mind doing the honors? Yeah. Mind sure. dying for the group? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it is. I'll be over here 10 feet back. <laughs> Axe and shield ready. <laughs> <laughs> mind taking one for the team. <laughs> so yeah, I'll take the arrow and try to apply it to the door to the glyphs. Okay. It just makes the, the bronze wet and starts to dribble down the door. You don't see it do anything to the door itself. Hmm. Fuck. Uh, okay. I almost well, want to I say fuck some... it and taste it. Okay. Don't taste. <laughs> Adric, what do you want to do? I have something, but I was um, I was sitting on it because everyone had such cool ideas. Um, I have a feature of a warlock feature called Eyes of the Runekeeper, and it means I can read old text. Okay, hold on a second. Uh, whose Discord keeps bumping off? Uh, did you uh, send something right now? No, I didn't. I just yeah. I hear somebody's Discord keeps populating. I don't think I'm on. It's you, Adric. Could be me. No, I'm on silent. Let's see if I can mess with my volume mixer. All right. Well, All right. deal with that later. Work. So, what do you want to do? You. Can you have the ability to read something? I, I can read all text. Okay. So describe what 
what you do with this this warlock. You get your hands, you crack your knuckles, you do the. the... <laughs> I crack my knuckles. And I assume I assume that like I like take in like the the images of the the text and like summon to my patron who like translates it for me, sends it back. Give him like a what is it called Morse code. Get back a Morse code. Translate that. <laughs> so you're reading the door, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. It says, "They in your eyes, they slowly begin to form into words, into letters that you understand." And from left to right, it says, "Here lies Talokas Popalokas, master of the others, who is like the wind and the night." So he's light and dark. No, like wind, the wind and the night. night. Wind and the night. The only thing I can think about for wind and night are like owls, right? Or like birds. Would you like me to read that one more time for you? Yes, please read yes. it again. Maybe I heard it wrong. Here lies Tolokes. Popalokas, master of the others, who is like the wind and the night. Like the wind. Doesn't necessarily tell me anything yet. Uh, can I read the. Popalokas. Popalokas is like the others. Popalokas. No, no, no. He's master of the others. And he's like the wind and the night. Do the jars say anything that is similar to? Do the glyphs on the jars say anything? That How is long does this last, and is it good for it's, only? It's one? just a thing that I have. Oh, it's just you it's can a just feed, tell. I think, right? You just do it. Just in its own command, always. Yeah, the entirety of the text is "Eyes of the Runekeeper," so that's the title of the thing. And then an equal number number of words is you can read all writing. Oh. I think the title may be longer than the actual description. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, tell me what you would like to look at. Uh, I'm trying to see. Um, I'm trying to read the glyphs on the, on the, uh, on the jars to see what they say. Okay, tell if, me which jars you wish to look at. Between the two. Tell me which jars you want to look at because there's six of them. Yeah. Consider so them A, B, C, D, E, F. A being at the north, east. B yeah, being I'm east, southeast. Because that's the one that that's open, they, right? they opened. Okay. It says. How do I describe this? For the anointed. For the anointed. Okay. And then. B, does it say the same thing? No, it doesn't. For B, it says, for the others. Okay, that was important. Uh, I'm gonna tell, um, uh, I guess, Carton, I'll tell Carton to look, look, uh, keep a close eye on that one. Uh, what about C? For the anointed. Okay. Uh, then D through F? D says, Master of the hand. E is for the anointed, and F is for the others. 
cricket there. nudges uh, Kjartan, master of the hand. Hey, <laughs> okay. that's you, big guy. Hey, good one, yeah. <laughs> okay, master, master of the hand. Wait, does that make? Does that mean anything to to the two of you? Otherwise, there's two that say for the others. Those are probably more. Those are certainly more important than anointed, at least in my perception. Would master of the hands be some type of uh, guards that he had? I mean, he has the anointed, the others. He's like the wind and the night. Right. The most, the thing, the only reason I'm thinking about Master of the Hand is because they specifically said Master of the Others. And it's just because both use the word Master. And maybe it's worth opening these three. Which ones? The two that are marked for the Others and one that is marked Master of the Hand. Okay. Ooh, which one first? We could all open our uh, a separate one at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Cricket, which one do you want? I'll uh, grab one of the others. Curtin? Grab one of the others too. All right, I got, I got the hand. Okay. Cricket, tell me what you do. Um, gonna do the same thing. I'm going to hold the urn and try to pop off the cork. Okay. Just like the first urn, you see the wax give way, the cork pop out, and you hear liquid within as well. Okay. Uh, can I still do my dip test? If you wish to, sure. Okay, different arrow, um, dipping it in, pulling it out, examining it. Does it look like the one for the anointed? No, in fact, this, this liquid actually looks much thinner as though there is zero viscosity and it's got a pugnant smell to it also. I guess I'll open mine next. Okay. You open yours, break off the seal, pull the, the cork out, and you hear liquid in there as well. Okay. Uh, can I borrow an arrow, Cricket? Yeah, sure can. Toss oh. it in my bow, and I was getting catch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I'll dip it. You dip it in, and the arrow actually has some kind of a of a drag as it goes down into this this liquid. It feels much thicker than than normal watery liquid would be. It's gravy. I know it. <laughs> it's great. What would you like to taste? Um, After you, kind sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll try. Can pull the arrow out? See what it looks like. You pull it out, and it looks like the color of honey with the same kind of viscous to it, but it has a pugnant smell to it. Okay. Kjartan, you take your, for the other jar, crack open the lid, pull out the cork, corked lid, and you hear liquid sloshing around in there as well. I asked Cricket tomorrow on Arrow 2 so I can do the test as well. All right. 
toss him another arrow. Okay, you toss him an arrow. He does the same thing, pulls it in there. Very thin. Cricket, make a perception check as he's doing this. Woohoo! That is a 19. 19, as he's dipping it in and pulling it out, you notice that the arrow that you have in your hand, the shaft is starting to dissolve. Just uh, quickly, yell, Garden, don't get that contents on your hand. Look at my arrow. <laughs> like, <gasps> as it's like falling apart, yeah, That's disintegrating dope. slowly. <laughs> And then I'll just drop onto the floor and just kind of look at it and see if it starts to dissolve as well. Within, within a few moments, it too starts to dissolve the shaft of the arrow. You see it start to give off a, a, a white wisp of smoke as the acidic content of this liquid begins to eat the shaft of this arrow away. Uh, as the arrows go away or burn, like disintegrate apart. Yeah, you do have to mark them off your sheet. Ah, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, now that pugnant smell, did it have a change or a color to how it reacted? Was it white smoke or did it turn black or any other color? It looked whitish. You're talking about the the ones that ate the arrow? Yes. That smoke that gave off? It looked whitish. Okay. Mm. I'm looking at my arrow. Has anything happened to that? Nope. In fact, for the most part, the majority of the liquid has dripped off or uh, congealed at the tip of the arrow, working it, you know, leaving the shaft wet, but had congealed down at the bottom and slowly dripping off in gobulets. Hmm. You guys have any idea of what we can do? Do a chemistry test. <laughs> chemistry test. Um. Can Cricket make a, I don't know what this would be, whether it would be investigation, medicine, or nature, but can he try to determine, or even history, uh, if he knows what the oil would be in the anointment? Uh, Sorry, uh, I forgot the name of it. The urn? Oh, urn. The anointment urn? Make a religion check. A religion check? Nope. That is a three on the dice, and that is probably shit. Yeah, still three. Yeah, you, you don't know what significance this oil has or why it's in that urn. But you do know there's a couple of those urns in here. There was two or three? Three. There was, uh, sorry, I lost count. It was three, uh, three right? Three anointment. Yes. Three anoint, uh, for the anointed, two for two the others, one for master of the hand. Others. Okay. Is there any evidence in the room of like the last time these jars were used in any kind of way? Or is it just kind of like um, an empty room in that sense? Surprisingly, this entire room is spotless. There's no dust and there's no moisture in here either. None of that br- that uh, amberish uh, air that we had in the hallway. It's in there now, only because when you pushed the stone in, the air followed you into the room. 
So you would not have known whether or not it was already in here or if you brought it in with you. Wait, did we try to open the door yet? The double we haven't doors? Tried, no, we haven't tried to open it. No. Should we, let's just try and open the doors. <laughs> All right. We well, might, we uh, might need the jars inside there. While we're in there, is there any way? Shoot, I don't know what it does to my hands though. <laughs> I wanted to see if I could try to collect Fist. collect the anointment oil into a jar of some kind, like maybe an urn. But the urns are big to carry. <laughs> you said they were like about two feet tall, right? About a foot and a half, two feet tall. Well, shit, there goes my notes. Game over. Okay, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too big just to carry my uh, satchel there. Um, Maybe empty out a flask? Do you have a boat yeah, bag I or something? A, yeah, I got a water bag. Okay. Uh, I'll empty one out and I'll, I'll fill it with as much as I can without touching the fluid. Okay. Make a dex check. Yeah. That is a 17. Perfect. You managed to get, dump out your Boda bag, fill it up with this this urn by tilting it over your, your knee, pouring some in there without spilling a drop. You fill it up to the top, cap it off. What do you want to do? Uh, at that point, put it, wrap it around me, secure it, and then uh, <laughs> I guess make way to the door if we haven't tried to open the door. Okay. You see it has two horizontal handles. Okay. What do we believe, guys? Is it a push or a pull? <laughs> I'll go ahead attempt to uh, open the door. Are both? Yeah. Try push. Okay. It's been working so far. Yeah. I'll push the door. Okay. As you grab the handles. Yeah. 19. 19. You realize that the door is locked. Uh, pull on the door. <laughs> Still locked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you do um, notice with the 19 that there's no hinges on this side. Okay. Is there a keyhole? Investigating the door, is there a keyhole? There is a type of keyhole in there. Okay. Uh, examining the keyhole. Uh, any particular shape, like a regular skeleton key or something like we saw in the other room? It doesn't look anything like what you saw in the other room at all. Tell me how you're investigating it too, by the way. Um, you like getting down in there, looking, crouching down, your... kind of looking around. Uh, what's lighting in the room, by the way? It's dim lit in there. Dim lit. Okay. I mean, I think I could see it pretty well if I'm almost. Dark vision. You'll be okay. Uh, I don't think dwarfs do. They do. They got dark vision from all the yeah. time they spend in the mountain. Oh, that's true. The mines. Yeah. The mines. Uh, he'll try to, <laughs> I know you're gonna... trying to say this without you making a joke about it. Uh, he'll wrap his finger around the, uh, he'll finger the keyhole and see if he can get like a, a finger inside of it. Is it big enough for his finger to fit? No, your fat fucking finger ain't gonna <laughs> fit sausage. 
<laughs> sausage fingers. Kiarte, what do you want to do? I'll relay to everyone that there's a keyhole too. Okay. And that your fucking finger won't fit in it, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yachtin, let me use your finger. My sausage ones won't fit. <laughs> Perhaps use that mage hand you got. Yeah, I could try that. Try to use the mage hand to see if I can that way in there just see if I can try out. it's too complex for the, for the mage hand it has unless you're familiar with this particular kind of a lock it's unable to to unlatch it can I um, can I look through the the for the hand jar to see if there's any sort of object in there like potentially the key Sure. Take a peek. Yeah, I will take a peek. Okay. Uh, to roll something? Now it's, yeah, because it it's, uh, unless you're going to pour the fluid out, it's like looking through, through honey that's in a dark jar. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Can I, um, can I try and like fish for something with the arrowhead? Sure. Not to Go see ahead. if, uh, uh, not to like, well, maybe I will try later, but at least try to see if I, if it hits something. Okay, make a dex check. Okay. <laughs> That's a 10. 10? You scoop it around the perimeter of the base and then start you know, making S turns up and down, side to side, and it doesn't feel like it hits anything down there. Okay. Greg, are you at least hitting bottom? <laughs> Are you tapping the bottom out of that thing? Uh, <laughs> I've hit rock bottom. That's for sure. Cricket. Uh, fuck, I almost want to tip over the urns and see. See what comes out? <laughs> Everyone's worried about a Tarasque. I'm worried about doors, man. I'm not worried about... <laughs> Trap so much. I'm just worried. Just, I'm no, just wondering if the you uh, said Tarask, right? I said Tarask, not tra oh, tra <laughs> I thought you said traps. So I was like, oh, I'm not worried about traps. <laughs> I'm also worried about traps here, based on that first that other hallway we went through. I take it at this point we've been all up and down the rooms, right? The the room that we're in, right? Seems like there was just jars in here, really. Yeah. In this door. It's double doors. Yeah, double. double doors. The others disintegrated, so I wouldn't believe there'd be anything on there, in there that would. That just means it dissolved wood. Um, the anointment was clear. Master of the others, like the wind and the night. Kjartan, what do you want to do? What if I... Everyone wants to figure out this puzzle, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go chemistry, mad scientist on this. Yeah, <laughs> mixing jars. Yeah, just going to be mi mixing jars. 
Yeah, I was, I was thinking about pouring out some of the anointed oil or liquid onto the ground. Okay. I'm trying to combine the ingredients and see if a chemical reaction happens or something. Okay. So you pour some of the oil and some of the the one for the others? Yeah. And as they meet, you see that the, the one for the others begins to act with the, the oilish compound for the anointed, but it just kind of kind of stalemates itself, almost as though it uh, it renders it inert. Okay. Add the mass of the hands. <laughs> yes, I will. I will add that. You add that. Yep. Okay. Um, it basically does the same thing. It just remains inert. Hmm. Okay. Anoint with the master of hands. Just <laughs> just we go through all the combinations. We go through all the combinations. We go through all. No. Uh, all right. So that's not doing anything. Um, do we just want to break these urns? And I mean, we're already spilling it on the ground. <laughs> well, a couple of them seem to have acids. So we will probably be careful with those. Dump those out carefully in the corner. <laughs> this is well what if we try to pour the acid on the locks see if it'll dissolve the locks speaking of acid cricket your hands are still burning from when you push the original door in and you take three more points of damage on your palms what were you saying Kyoto? i was just suggesting if you pour the uh Pour the acid onto the, the door lock. Okay. See if that'll dissolve it. Okay. Is that what you guys want to do? Yes. Okay. So you, well, the lock is is flush with the door, so you'd have to like pour, try to pour some in. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm trying to like push it forward. Okay. Funnel <laughs> it in. <laughs> you pour it in, and you begin to hear it sizzle you see white smoke begin to come out of the hole and then eventually dissipate. Uh, Cricket will try to push the door open again. Okay. The door pushes in and as you push it in you hear this glass-like object break on the other side. You begin to see this this green viscous gas begin to swirl about you and it moves fast into the room. And I need for everybody to make a con save. Like the wind? Similar to it, yeah. Damn it. Oh, I ain't too bad. Well, Cricket. Cricket, 11. Kjartan. 13. Adric. So I was about to say thirteen, but this is a this is a seventeen on the die, not an eleven. I got okay. twenty. As all you feel this this gaseous cloud come into you, cricket, you begin to get really sleepy. What did you get, Kyrton? Thirteen. Thirteen. And you watch cricket fall to the floor, unconscious. Boom. And as you look upon him, 
it looks pretty peaceful down there. As he is rendered unconscious for the next 5,000 years. Ah! Get the anointment! <laughs> 5,000 years! Oh my god. That's what it says. I don't make this up, man. <laughs> 5,000 5, years. 5,000 years? 5,000 years. Wait. Does anything happen if we try to wake him up? Like if we poke him with like a stick or some shit? You poke him and he, you just see his, his body just move, just like gel, gelatinous entity. What? Right. More limber unconscious. What the fuck? Uh, can I do like a medicine check? What the hell happened to him? Sure. I got a net 20. Nat 20. Hard 20. He has been afflicted by some kind of a chemical, not a spell, that has rendered him in a slumber state. Do I look peaceful? You look shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Big old... Somebody drew a dick on the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so wait does it seem like he is diseased or like poisoned one of those not diseased but it, it looks as though something has has entered his system somehow most likely through some kind of aeration and that has done what it's done to him I don't have like I don't have anything that can heal fuck I've got nothing for that I have uh, I have gaseous form I can turn you into a gas I don't know what good that's gonna do and then snort him <laughs> I'll be forever in you for at least for a few hours <laughs> your turn to carry cricket <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot lighter in this form. <laughs> Just vaporize him. I'm gonna go out with cricket tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Shit. You got anything, Adric? No. Curtis? Got nothing. Curtis is isn't he wait? Cricket's asleep, right? Unconscious, yeah. Unconscious, okay. For the next 5,000 years. 5,000. I mean, the thing is, we wouldn't know that, right? We wouldn't know you're asleep for the next 5,000 years. No, you wouldn't no, know. No, you wouldn't know I was asleep. But as players, I decided to pass <laughs> that little ditty on to you. Yeah, but that, that has, the thing is, it has to inform how I play this, because I can't just like leave him alone now. Because okay. I know it's like 5,000 years. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, oh my god, why am I so blurry? Stop moving, dude. <laughs> Let it focus. Don't exist. Gotta get rid of that background. Huh? I think it's the background. Could be the background. So what would you like to do? Before we pull the plug on tonight's session and Cricket's lifeline. (laughs) Be right back.
Um, can I take a look at the, can I, can I see that glass, like container or whatever that was? Sure. Can I see it? You see it on the floor. It looks as though it was a bulb that had been struck and hit the floor. Can I look up and see like if it was caused by the door opening? It was like, kind of like a trap. Okay, thing. yeah, make an investigation check. Right, Kush is back. Yeah. No longer yeah. ghost. Unghosted. I was 19. shocked by what happened. 19? It doesn't look like it was a, above the door. It actually looked as though it had been held in the jam of the door on the back side. And that the turning of the handles when the door was, was opened, released the jar, released a little, the capsule, and that's what shattered it when the handles turned, releasing the gas through. Can I see like down, is it like a hallway? Like, like what, what is this? What I'll actually tell you exactly what you see. Glad you want to look at that. <laughs> I definitely want to know. <laughs> right? Uh, well, I gotta find it first. As you open these doors, you see behind is a chamber cut out of the rock with calcite and stalactite modules covering the walls. Engraved on the floor in front of the entrance that you had just opened is a large seal with glyphs buttresses rise from the corners while triangular stone pillars support the high ceiling and occupying the center of this chamber is a colossal monument resembling a giant like a giant's table covered on all sides with intricate carvings and glyphs and on the opposite end of this chamber embedded in the far wall six feet above the floor looks to be a battle axe stuck in the far wall and if you cannot figure out what else to do tonight, that's where I'm going to leave you guys. Well, I look forward to your next character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to see if there's anything we could do in this room to wake you back up, but all I see is a table that we can sacrifice you on, really. Uh -huh. Donate my body to medicine. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you next session. Oh, all right. Some of us. Some of us. Maybe some not us. all of us. We'll bring new us. Oh, my God. 5,000 years? Hey, man. Give it's a shrine. It's a shrine. It's a decades. It's a haunted shrine. You're a haunted shrine. <laughs>